0: Hi everybody! Happy September end of the month. This is Amy Reyes. I wanted to give you guys a quick update. Sorry it's been so long. Things have literally been non-stop. I can't believe it's already the end of the month and tomorrow begins October. Even though um, I'm excited because I love this time of the year, all the holidays and stuff. Plus we got so many cool things coming out with Sensi, and so it's fun but uh, yesterday, I also got a heart monitor placed on me that I, ha- I get to wear for thirty days. So things have literally been nonstop since my surgery, since my six endometriosis surgery last year at the end of August. It has been crazy, crazy, crazy. Just when I think things are getting to are going to calm down or maybe I can start heal healing, it's yeah no. So I'm over a year post-stop and um it's not good. <laughs> it's 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 wild. I tried to post a review a few months back but it was denied. And anyways, I've been reaching out for help. I have over 170 claims on my insurance and again, we're at the end of September. It's pretty crazy. So it's so much to explain. I don't even know where to begin. But in the last episode, I said from endometriosis to lymphedema. She did cause me to have lymphedema. So again, just for a quick recap, I had my sixth endometriosis surgery with someone who was supposed to be a great endometriosis surgeon. I had a six hour long surgery. She removed over 20 something different lesions I had pingosis, which is weird because I had a full total complete hysterectomy in 2018, so two years prior, plus all these other surgeries where they cleaned out adhesions, cleaned out endometriosis, plus I had adhesions. Um, I had adhesions around my uterus. She dissected my sciatica nerve, redid my C-section. It was six hours long, ridiculously long, and instead of monitoring me and keeping me overnight, she kicked me out the same day, and it was terrible, terrible recovery, and like I said, it's been terrible ever since. So she did remove some pelvic lymph nodes, which caused me to have lymphedema. Uh, A couple weeks post-op, I developed an acute DVT that literally almost killed me, two hours away from death. I had to have two emergency surgeries. On critical care floor during the height of COVID. Intense. It has been intense. Praise God that he gives me strength. I am a Christian and I lean heavily on on God to just get me through everything. Uh, plus, of course, taking care of my teenage girls who also have their own health problems and trying to monitor mine. I am like every doctor tells me I'm too young to be having to go through this. And they're right. I never had heart problems before this but ever since this now i have heart problems like i said i'm wearing a heart monitor i got these three electrodes on me you know two on the top of my chest one like on the side of my rib and i get to wear it for 30 days to monitor my heart because i was in uh i went to er twice this past saturday because i had massive chest pain it hurts so bad did not feel good. I had two abnormal EKGs. And again, they send me home. Nobody wants to just monitor me and keep me in the hospital. It's just, I mean, not that I want to be in the hospital, but I just want help. I'm swollen. The lymphedema therapists are confused because I'm literally swollen all over. Not just in my legs where it started, but all over. My chest, my axilla, my face, my ankles, my stomach, my trunk. It's just, it's, it's ridiculous. So I haven't been on here to update because it's just one thing after another, after another, after another. So tomorrow I go in for an ultrasound. I had an MRV the other day. I ha- I'll have another echo. Um, and that's the other thing too. Test after test after test and no clear answers. Everybody tells me you're a confusing case. You're a very high risk. It's just, it's been wild. And yeah, I mean, as I'm recording this trying to update you guys, you know, I have this little uh phone monitor thing that anytime I have a symptom, I'm supposed to you know, uh, put it on here so hopefully it'll catch it. So I am doing that now. What am I having right now that I just logged in my fun heart monitor phone that I'm having chest pain. Maybe I'm getting myself a little too worked up in my heart. <laughs> having chest pain and I laugh because coping you know I mean how else can I cope really I have to laugh I smile I pray constantly and just enjoy the time with my girls you know we watch shows and so that's the biggest thing is take care of yourself I do go to physical therapy and my physical therapists and my lymphedema therapist are shocked that I even get out of bed because with everything going on and I truly am exhausted like really really exhausted and my body feels heavy from the lymphedema. And it takes energy, quite a bit of energy. So through all of this, I've learned to also, you know, tune out better the people that are not nice people. And to just say, you know what, I don't need that. I have way too much on my plate. I do a lot. I do a lot for others. I just that's just something that I've always done. And I try my best to help out and to serve and to, you know, to just be involved. I like to be involved. It's just something that I enjoy doing. But at the same time, when you're not appreciated, when I'm not appreciated, you know, when someone wants to try and put me down, I just don't need that. Like, I still think about the fact that while I was laying in bed in the hospital, you know, someone felt the need to try and tear me down, telling me, all this stuff that I was doing was like a bad thing. And I just I just don't understand people's thinking. So being, you know, someone making fun of me in my community for being in the hospital, it's just wild. I don't understand people's thinking. And I know, you know, last year, even this year has been terrible. We've lost people to COVID. We've lost family members to COVID, lost some good friends to COVID. I'm very COVID conscious because I have so much going on. And... um you know, I want to keep myself healthy, keep my girls healthy, keep my family healthy. And I I know people have, it's been heavy, right? Our world has been heavy. So, but I don't think people need to be mean either. You know, they don't need to attack people when people are just trying to help and do the right thing. Or, or just, you know, just make things a little bit easier for people. Anyways, Just know anybody out there who's suffering, whether it's endometriosis, whether it's lymphedema, whether it's heart problems. So now, I mean, I have this like ridiculously long problem list, symptom list. I seriously need to sit down and just make myself notes, you know, and it's all in my head because whenever I write it down or type it, it becomes more real. And like who wants to look at a list of problems, right? Right let alone that it's myself and being young and knowing that this happened because of endometriosis just trying to get myself help that's how this all happened just trying to get rid of the pelvic pain and going to who I thought were specialists left me in this condition now and I'm going to be in this condition for the rest of my life something I'm going my normal is not normal anymore I will have to have a new normal for the rest of my life. And, you know, that's not fair that she could get away with that and just leave me in this state. It's, it's, it's not right. And it's wrong that so many of us get misdiagnosed or late diagnosis or complications. And just know if you're in that same situation that I'm in, I feel for you, sending you virtual hugs and a prayer of comfort and peace and calm and Hopefully, you have somebody that you can maybe vent to that can hear you. And because I think, too, just venting allows you to just kind of release it. And one thing I have been doing even more so, I was doing it before, but even more so lately, is breathing. Really taking the time to breathe. Just closing your eyes and breathing in. You know, hold it for a count of three to start and let it go. Like, let it go slowly at the count of three. And then when you can increase, take another deep breath in and hold it for a count of five and release for a count of five, just to kind of get your mind. And when you're doing that, when you, you know, make sure you close your eyes. And if you can lay down flat, great. If you can't, if you're just sitting in your car, because sometimes, you know, when you're sitting in your car, too, you just you just need to just try not to think, you know, try to just allow your body to relax and that's something, like I said, I've gotten more used to, or not used to, but try to do. Because you need to self-love. You need to take care of yourself. You need to take it easy. So do your best, whoever is out there listening. Do your best to, to love yourself. Do your best to talk nice to yourself. That's one thing. I have two teenage teenage girls, and I think the hardest thing is, you know, everybody, we all can be hard on ourselves, our worst enemy. And I constantly tell my girls, You need to talk nice to yourself. Would you talk to a friend like that? No. Same thing with, you know, with myself as an adult and whoever's out there listening to me right now is be nice to yourself. Treat yourself like you would want your friend to treat you, you know, like you're not going to talk mean to a friend. And if you are, you're probably not going to have that friend for a while. So, you know, be nice to yourself, love yourself, take care of yourself and, and breathe. Take the time to breathe. And thanks for listening to me rant. And I'm, you know, I I know it's heavy and I, I feel bad sometimes telling people what I'm going through because I know everybody has their own other problems that they have. And my problems, you know, they don't need my problems added onto their problems. So I just, it feels good though. It feels good to vent, to share and to get it out and just to know that, you know, It's going to be okay. Just keep going. Just keep moving forward. And again, like I said, I pray. So if you pray, I'm praying right there along with you for help, for, for better care, for doctors who actually listen, because that's the thing that was so frustrating with ER. They didn't hear a word I said, like totally went over their head. I was trying to explain to them my symptoms and yeah, nope, didn't even hear me. And that's the thing, too, is like, because I've been to so many doctors, you can tell when they tune you out, you could tell when they just stop listening, and they're not even hearing you. And it's like, why argue? Why? Because it's not going to change. They don't care. They're too busy doing whatever they you know, whatever they're doing. Obviously, in an ER, they're busy. And, you know, they're trying to process you quickly. But at the same time, I think it's important that they have to listen. You know, praise God, I didn't have a heart attack. But... I don't know I don't know how difficult it would have been to monitor me to make sure I wasn't going to have a heart attack. I mean, that would be a nice thing to do, especially with my history having an acute DVT already and already having such a life-threatening life emergency surgery event not that long ago. But anyways, I could go on a total tangent on that. I just sorry, I didn't I was trying to close it out and then I got all fired up again. But again, just know that Someone out there is thinking of you and sending you so many virtual hugs. I wish I could hug you in person because I think we all need a hug. So just right now, know, just hug yourself. Know that I'm hugging you too and sending you so much love. And I pray that God blesses you and calms you and just helps heal you and that you can enjoy a restful weekend and hopefully enjoy a nice October and a good rest of the year because I think... This is the time where hopefully people are a little bit nicer and you can just be free to just enjoy life and enjoy it without pain or little, as little pain as possible. So, yep, this is Amy. Thanks again for listening. God bless you. Take it easy and sending so much love.